Lag Game Club. Welcome to the Nerd Lag Game Club podcast, the podcast that gives us a chance to step back and play a game with friends. I'm Corey, and I'm joined with four party members today. Lauren. Hey. Tunza. What's up? Tony. What's going on? Dan. Hello. Uh, first, we wanted to say Happy New Year and welcome to year 2022. Hopefully your New Year's was fun. Um, but in this episode, we are going to go back to kindergarten and play with our arts and crafts in the 2015 game Tearaway Unfolded. Tearaway Unfolded was developed by Media Molecule and published by Sony Interactive Inter Entertainment. Uh, Media Molecule has developed other games such as the Little Big Planet series, and their latest release was Dreams. Uh, this was our pick for the month of December and was Lauren's pick, so she's going to give us a brief summary of the story of Tearaway Unfolded. Oh god, I'm not great with stories. Um, so, you're in a construction paper world. You play as a messenger, but I think technically you are the message. And your goal really is to deliver a message. I mean, I don't like I don't know how else you want me to explain this. Um, there's like a hole that got like ripped in the moon or the sun and they the tell sun. you you have to repair it. So basically you spend the entire game trying to get as close to the sun as possible, and along the way you got things that basically like stop you. <laughs> Yeah, the story's scraps. The, scraps. Uh, the story's pretty basic, and if you look at it as like from point A to point B, but uh, there's a lot of like other random things that happen throughout the game um, that kind of like add to the story. But the base story is actually very simplistic. Before we get into the game any further, I want to give the spoiler warning. So if you want to play this game, then I recommend playing it before listening to this episode. With that being said, who wants to talk about the gameplay and mechanics for Tearaway Unfolded? Uh, gameplay and mechanics, I guess I'd start off and say this is like a, I would say it's like a gimmicky game, because everything is based off like the technology that of the new PS4 controllers. Yep. Or for the time being. So like a lot of, a lot of like what you do is like some points, like in the beginning of the game, you're mainly using like you're shining your light to control or distract. And that's using the light of the controller. Like, if you'd hold the true triggers, the light sensor on the back would go off. And everything was gyroscoped, which I hated. I, well, not hated, but I struggled with. Uh, so you control everything, like the light and anything dealing with, like, you. Um, eventually, you'll be able to jump and uh, do puzzles. There's, like, drums where you click in the touchscreen pad. And sometimes you have to draw things using the touchscreen pad and make art and arts and crafts for the creatures in this, uh, like, pop-up book world. Mm -hmm. uh, you, It's just everything. You use every bit of the controller to solve puzzles. It's its pretty neat in that aspect. I would say that's, like, the biggest gameplay mechanic because there's... As you go, it, it's always progressed through, like, using a different piece. And then once you put it all together, the, I think that's when the game kind of shines. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think the beginning of the game is a little slow because, you, as you mentioned, you're only kind of using the light. You can't jump yet. Um, but once you unlock the ability to jump and kind of, like, do other things besides and just roll. moving your character around, 
it uh it really opens the game up and i i feel like this is when i started having a, a like a i don't know i had a great time with it um i do like that mission right beforehand though before you get the ability to jump i think they use the touchpad on the playstation controller really well um so what was that mission that's the one where you're kind of like it's like a forest jungle kind of thing and you're like jumping from each one of those like drum pads oh yeah that was really good yeah is that the one that like you're trying to bring music back yeah yep and it's like that was one of my favorite levels so cool yeah everything goes to like the beat of like there's the music playing and then it goes to the beat and you can kind of like hit the drum accordingly um if you're actually paying attention you can obviously just breeze your way through it but everything does kind of go to the beat of the music which it ends up like you like bring the jungle back to life which i thought was really cool but that's uh, once you get through that level i'm like all right I'm invested. I really like this now. Is there other mechanics? I mean, the drawing is the best because all my drawings are terrible. I mean, if you were to count like yeah. the app and stuff, like there's a lot more to the like they've. I mean, it's a like this studio is very much wanting people to create stuff and share. I mean, that's like their whole like you could see it in here, and like Little Big Plant was like that too with like how you create the worlds and Dreams is only about creating and sharing. Mm-hmm. But um, you can use apps to like, or the a companion app. You can actually like print out your character and do all sorts of stuff. So there's like a lot of weird mechanics that this game did. But I would say it's all the gimmicky. Like some points you're shaking the controller and doing all that. But it's your basic platformer all in all, though. Anything else about gameplay? Or can we move on to art and music? I think we covered everything. Yeah. All right, so art and music. The art style, as we kind of mentioned, is it's like arts and crafts. Like it reminds me of construction paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really play into this. You like get the ability to like walk on walls with like glue. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. You do like a folding paper airplanes. Um, so the art style is really cool because everything, the gameplay portion of it, ties into the art. Because you're in a construction paper world, like anything that you could do with a piece of paper or arts and crafts, you're able to basically do in this game. Favorite things is that you can, like, for instance, they have you draw snowflakes on your touchpad, and then you see them floating through the air because you made it snow. Or, like, they have you draw the flames for fire, and then all throughout the game you see your little flames you drew. So cool. Uh, I like the way they use that stuff. All my drawings are awful. Well, Sam. <laughs> oh, all going, yeah, I just did it as quick as possible. I didn't spend time with it. I just I usually take like it. twenty minutes to make each thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's because you're Dan. That's 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 a Dan yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah. So I did do for the butterflies, I made them penises. <laughs> and then I started going a little farther in the game. I was like, you know, I'm going to go back and change this. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I, it was stupid. Because I, I was like, I just wanted to see if I could. And you could. Yeah, you basically just draw whatever you want. It doesn't even have to fit. Like, it could tell you, like, hey, draw. There's a part where you draw, like, mittens. And so mm. you could draw whatever you want. I drew Wolverine claws. <laughs> 
Yeah, like I love that aspect. It's really fun. Like it's uh I wish like the layering worked a little bit better cuz sometimes it's hard when I was, I tried to do uh at one point like I think it's like when you first do like a a scary face or whatever. Like where you could create it. Yeah. I did like the Sharon gun eyes. <laughs> like I tried to give him like <laughs> like a like the Mongeku Sharon gun from like Naruto and like it kind of worked and it kind of didn't. It made me laugh though. <laughs> Yeah, I did like um your stereotypical like black swoop with like a red dot in the middle. Yeah, and since it was like simplistic, it actually did work really well. <laughs> but the more you got in depth, the harder it was, and you had to like move and delete layers. And I was like, in the grabbing the layers is weird because it, it's all done through like the gyroscope and the light again. Yeah, I didn't like that aspect of the game. Yeah, I think I think it's done well. Um, Tunza had challenges because he's an idiot, and he lay, <laughs> he was laying on his side on the couch, and he's like, "Oh, this is so difficult." And it's difficult because your controller's at a weird angle. <laughs> well, I guess I'll do a spoiler here. I've died two hundred and sixty something times. Holy shit. Oh, mine was like 170, oh. I think. Because I'm laying on my side, so when I got to, like, I was talking to Corey at one, when I was playing, like, at the end where you have to move everything with the controller, and I just kept, like, misaligning stuff, because I'm laying down. I also had, I, I was getting frustrated <laughs> with throwing, like, the, the like, X's and O's, like the, like, the switches, because I didn't realize when you have the controller up, because of the way I was sitting, I didn't realize I had the, like... The controller was up, so every time I would throw something, it would come in, like, you'd throw to you. Like, I played as Atois, or whatever her name is, and I threw to myself, and then the flick it, and I was like, this isn't working. Why can't I just, like, throw it? Yeah, he was telling me, like, all this stuff, and I'm like, I've had no problems with this. I I I had a a little bit of an issue where I kept uh, glitching through the ground and dying constantly. I got out of the map once. It was kind of neat. Yeah, my only mm. issue came with the fact that there was an update when I was playing it on the PS5 that didn't install. So I just had these giant black squares that would cover like three-fourths of my screen and I would just be doing like, just trying to do things and I just can't see anything. I can't see my character. It was just like a little corner of the screen. I'm like, well, I'm winging it. Um, it got real bad during the first like pig run scene. At the beginning of the game, it was just like solid black, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, but then I up- installed the update, and I didn't have any issues after that. So, yeah. So that was, that was, we got off topic for art. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Art's great. It's a pop up book type. Yeah. Art is, art's done really well. How about music? What are your guys' thoughts on the music of the game? I, I felt like good. the music was usually like, uh, very fitting to the areas. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like fitting is the perfect word for it, or at least how I'd describe it. I know. Look at me knowing words. Ooh. I think like, the the music fits well with everything as well. The sound effects are good. Like when you do the level with the crows, the crows like if they're near you, they're loud. If they're away, they're kind of like in the distance, and I think that's done really well. I I, I know this. Doesn't really fit into sound too well, I guess. But uh, whenever you would throw like something at like you, you could like shake the controller and it would like make the sound in the controller of that like it, item. 
bouncing around, or if you had a scrap in there, they'd be doing whatever weird sounds they make. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or you know, you could get like a bell and shake it and be ringing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I messed with that too much. I actually don't think I knew that. Oh yeah, because at the one point you have to try to find like a fake acorn, and it's like an actual bell, and so you have to like shake it to find it. Huh. I wonder if I did um, that part. I didn't do that. It was probably one of the presents. Yeah, it was one of the blue presents. Um, yeah. How did you guys all do the jack o' lantern, jack o' lantern like head? Like, did you guys like Corey? I didn't know because I didn't. Apparently, I didn't have a mic hooked up. You could make it sound be like your voice. Yeah. So I when I did the scarecrow, I got to make his sound. So I made it like a like a sexy cougar noise, like a rawr. <laughs> so every time the scarecrow made noise, that's what he would do. <laughs> Um, so it was a little more distorted than that when it would go through the game, but it it made me laugh because it would like scare the crow off, crows off, and you'd just hear like not scary at all. It's like he was like hitting on them or something. Um, but I know That's how you scare them away, man. Yeah, maybe they weren't into it. They're like, well, hey, man, yeah. scarecrow, we don't want any part of you. <laughs> uh, but I know tons of said that he didn't do the mic, but there was like a lot more like in depth to it. Where you can like, yeah, change like, like pitch and stuff. Yeah. There's like a hundred options. And it's like more aggressive. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Too aggressive. Yeah. Dubstep. I ended up like longer. Going, yeah, long I went with like dubstep longer, aggre- like aggressive, or like harsher or whatever. It was like after like you kept going. It was fun. I did there was like so many. Yeah. Um, I think another thing this doesn't this isn't really music related, but it is sound related. Narration in this game is super good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know me and Lauren were kind of talking about the end of this game. Um, like hers? Like that narration? Like when it's the little kid? Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. So we'll move out of art and music and we'll just kind of go over some of our favorite parts since we've kind of been leaning into that most of this episode. Um, my first favorite part I already mentioned, it's the jungle you go to the rhythm of the music and you're using the touchpad to progress. Um, like I said, this is what got me invested in the game. I was like, after I did that level, I was like, okay, I like this. I'm into this game. So that was my first thing that stood out to me. Um, I don't know if we want to go like round Robin or you guys can just pitch things out that you really enjoyed or parts that you really liked. I mean, I, as much as I hated the gyro, like gyroscope stuff, I really liked when you were rolling the other messenger. Like, that was just cool. It's weird because you had to, like, pace it out. And like my favorite looking one's, like, the the blank paper when you're going through, like, that part. Like, when you're in the sky and it's just the paper yeah. folding in front of you? Yeah, because, yeah, like, the po- colors pop so bad once they start, like like, coming back. Yeah, I really like the rolling the messenger as well. That was like one of my favorite levels because it's like you do the messenger like in a ball, you move her around or him around and then then you move your character. You kind of like alternate back and forth to like solve the puzzle and you kind of move along together Mm -hmm. in like a tandem. So I thought that was really cool and kind of gets you like invested in it again. Uh, But you like you said, you use the controller, like tilting it like left and right to kind of shift like platforms and things. um, So you can uh, like progress. It's like moving her like a pinball 
is kind of how I would explain it. But that part's really cool. What about you, Lauren? Do you have a favorite part? Um, I mean, the part with the controller always stands out to me. Where they're, like, building their own controller, the scraps are. And as you're going through it, different pieces are moving. You have to hit the buttons to make platforms come out or make them go away. If you move the stick, the stick on the controller moves. I always like that level. So that's probably one of my top ones. I like how much of a dickhead that level is, though, because it has a bunch of buttons that you don't need to hit. Yep. 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 And it's just like, oh... We made you hit square, but you didn't need to hit it at all. And now yep. you fell to your death. Yeah, happened to me a couple times. Um, what about you, Tony? Any favorite parts? Uh, well, I liked, surprisingly, even though all my drawings sucked, I liked using the touchpad to actually draw out the stuff that you had to draw out to progress in the game. I just thought that was real interesting and a fancy way to use the controller. Yeah, I I personally have not seen other games use the controller like that at all. Um, like they use but... minor stuff, but never like yeah, nothing like this. Yeah, not full on like where the whole game, but like there's parts in like anytime like the console launches usually happen. Like Infamous has a lot of them, but you can also turn them off. I ended up turning them off because it was like shake your spray paint can and guide with the gyroscope and you like pulled the triggers to like paint and I'm like. Alright, I'm not like I'm not feeling it. This was like <laughs> this worked naturally where I didn't feel like I was being forced. I also think it would work well with like Gravity Rush. I was a little worried because this is like the same thing of like a Vita port to a console where like motion controls kinda get all buggy. Yeah. I think it's pretty solid. I guess the port from the Vita to the PS4, they actually added stuff to the game. So I think they went back and kind of probably adjusted anything that was a little wonky because they also added things. They probably would add the controller, right? That would be like the whole big thing. Yeah, I would assume so. I wouldn't see why they'd put a PS4 controller in the Vita version. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, what about you, Dan? Do you have a favorite part? Um, not Not really like a part in general. Just kind of being able to make things my own way. Like, like whenever you first meet the pig, you, you have to fix like his eyes. You can put any eyes on him. Your little buddy him. friend that you meet, like in the, in the caves, the mini window. Like, yeah. Like the caves, you can kind of customize him. The little gopher guy, you can, you can customize oh, I hated him. that little gopher thing. <laughs> oh, I hated him too. But he he was he was the best. <laughs> I never finished a single one of his. One time I was trying to do a mission or like you know, you have to carry him wherever. A squirrel oh, I like yeah. dropped him. A squirrel came and picked him up and threw him off the map. <laughs> and I was like, all right, whatever. And then the next time oh. I set him down to do something and use my thing, and it was like right where like the wind came down and blocked like blue thing. I was like, all right, I'm never helping him again. He just but, puts yeah. himself in danger. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I got any of those done either. I just would end up like falling off. Like I'd miss time to jump while holding them or something. And I was like, but uh, your little creature friend, what did you guys name him? Goople. Goople? Slick. Goople. Goople? Slick? Yep. What about you, Tenza? Friend. Oh, 
friend. Also friend. Oh, oh, eyes. I named him Freak. And, <laughs> and when you have to modify his eye, I made his one eye ginormous, so it's his entire face. <laughs> and I was like, all right, he's an actual freak. Like, he looks like a monster. Like, way scarier than just a normal one. Oh, for the gopher, I gave him, like, six eyes. That's not a gopher anymore. That's, like, a mutation. Oh, yeah, yeah. I gave well, him, like, yeah, a headband. Yeah. Like, I made a headband <laughs> for him. Um... There is a side quest in the harbor, like one of those like blue presents, and it tells you to draw like a guy a hat. Did any of you guys do that? Oh, I don't. Uh, maybe. So I really stopped trying to go for those. Well, because there was like, like I did near the, the beginning. Well, you have to do the tattoo one at that point, or whatever. Yeah, it's like before that, so it's like almost like right as you land in, there's like a little building, and he's like. Oh, we want to know other people's fashion, like from the other areas of the world. And they're like, I'm sure you know something. Why don't you draw us a hat? So I drew this really big green, like, hat where it, like, has, like, it looks like a cowboy hat, but it's, like, extended the whole length of the touchpad. And then I put, like, this weird, like, red or yellow, like, square in the middle. And I was like, here you go. And he's like, this is amazing. This is the fashion that we're looking for. And I was like, this looks like shit. Nobody would wear this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I, I do like those little, like, you can just customize as the game goes. So you're not like, you know, my experience with the game and your experience can be very different because it just, how much effort do you want to put in, how you want to change each creature. Um, so I really enjoyed that too, Dan. That was another like impact that I was like, oh, this is cool. I can make them look as crazy as I want. Um, any other parts that stood out to you guys? Oh, I mean, stood out in the sense of it broke. I died a lot during like cutscenes. Like I... my character would just be like in a bad spot, and they'd be like loading like the map for like the next area, and I'm like too far ahead, and I'd be like smashed by something, <laughs> or like he'd be like a gust of wind, and it'd blow me off. Or like I, I had a lot of like, like I put that little messenger through like the works. It's a little sad. Yeah, I, I didn't really have any issues with that, so that's interesting to me. Like, um, were you guys moving stuff during like the, the controller part? Like, because during the cutscenes, you can move and hit all the buttons, and I knocked myself off with one button. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of let it go. I'm another thing that I really enjoyed was when you can make the paper airplanes and just like fly around on them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this doesn't all have, really have that much of a point. But I was like, I love just like soaring around the ocean. When I first got that, I was like, okay, it's kind of weird. And then I'm like, okay, you can fly for literally ever. Um, and you can like, get up on top of like the lighthouse and stuff. So that was another little like mechanic thing that I that stood out to me was just the ability to fly around. I ended up getting myself locked out of the map and I had to restart the chapter. Hmm. I had a lot of weird stuff that? I don't know. I mean, you know where the one, like the first area where you have to go dive down, like by the water. Okay. I like it, like glitched out right there, and next thing I know, I'm flying like against the wall, and just eventually went up where I could get over the map. And I got an area. I, I thought I took a picture. I was gonna send it to you guys, but uh, didn't doesn't look like I did. That's interesting that you just had like this massive glitch fest. And there I had a lot of, yeah, I had a lot of bugs. 
The rest of us, I don't oh, think, man. had too many problems. No, I didn't have any problems, really. Like, like I said, the one spot I, I could just keep getting underneath the map. Like... So, if there's nothing else you guys want to talk about, we can move into time to completion. No? Yeah. Alright, so, I, I... do you guys know how long it took you to complete the game? No. <laughs> uh, roughly. Like, I can just go off of the time my game installed and the time I finished. And then there was, like, breaks in between. So. Yeah, I was uh, somewhere in the realm of, like, seven hours. Yeah, I think I was in the realm of six to seven. So, like, somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, so, like, six and a half hours, I think. Like, I did it in, like, two sittings. I did the first one, like, I probably played, like, five or six hours the first sitting. And I only played for, like, maybe 45 minutes the second sitting. And I finished it this morning, so... I didn't play for that long this morning. I know that. Yeah, I um, had about, I think I'm like 77% complete. So I did quite a bit of the extra stuff just as I was going through it. I think that's why my time was a little longer. Yeah. If you had to make, a, sure had to make a stab, what do you think? Probably like seven-ish for me. I mean, I was at like 50-something percent, like 59, 60 at the end, so, I mean, I did at least decent amount, and I felt like I tried to run through it. Like, towards the end, I just wasn't really doing all the presents or looking for all the presents either. I did in the beginning, and then I stopped. What about you, Lauren? Maybe, like, seven? Seven and a half? That's, I feel like that's fair. Somewhere in that ballpark, it just, like I said, I think it depends on how much extra you try to do. Like, running through it, you're probably closer at six to six and a half hours just because of the story progression doing everything starts adding time <laughs> so tons of mentioned it you died a ton mm -hmm. do, do you know what your guys's death is the rest of you oh i don't, uh, I don't remember off the top of my I head i think like, it was like 170 i think i looked like halfway or a little bit more than halfway through the game you know, i was at like 111 or 112 or something like that I was like halfway through the game, so. Yeah, I was also in like the 170 range. I don't remember the exact number. What about you, Lauren? I think yours was much lower. It was like 113. So she did pretty good, but this is also her second time through it. True. Um. So, uh, we're gonna move into recommendation. Um, each episode we like to go around and find out if we would recommend this game and why or why not. So starting with Lauren, since you've played it before, would you still recommend this game? Does it hold up to your standards and why? Absolutely. It was always in my top favorite games since I played it, like back when I got a PS4. But playing it through a second time... It felt just as good as the first time, so I 100% would recommend it based on that. Sounds it. Yeah, I mean, typically, like, if, as long as you can get it cheap enough, I mean, it was like an eight, at, well, almost an eight-hour platformer with a lot of creativity and, like, uniqueness. So, yeah, 100% would recommend. Sorry. We also oh. found it at Family Dollar for, like, $8. Yeah, you can get yourself a pre. It's pre-owned, but it's sealed, so everything's in there. 
um, for right. eight bucks at Family Dollar. So if you're looking for it cheap. Um, what about you, Tony? You recommend the game? I would. I didn't think I was going to like it at first, but there was a lot of aspects of the game that kind of just grew on me and just I found it was like a real nice game. Like it wasn't too difficult. I mean, uh, it's what it's said to be what an eight hour game. Yeah. It's like like seven and a half hours or something is the average playthrough. The average playthrough. Yeah. I mean, you can easily go through it in six hours. So yeah, absolutely. If you're looking for a quick fun, like, non like uh brain like easy on the brain it's there's no difficulty really into the game like it's just real fun so yes i'd recommend it dan oh my uh on one hand i want to say yeah on the other hand i want to say no i don't know i'm like in that in between i mean i i thought the game was like fun and all but I, I feel like there wasn't like enough to it to make me really like glued into it, if that makes sense. Is that a pun? Like, I, I thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, pun. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I, I enjoyed like all the gimmicky stuff. Like I thought they were interesting, but it all just kind of felt like that. Like just gimmicks, just because. Um, I would also recommend the game, though. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. I felt, while I was playing it at times, it felt like it was a little long. But in reality, it wasn't, so I don't know what that is. Um, For me personally, this feels like one person pitched out an idea and said, hey, how about we make a game with arts and crafts? And they were like, you know what, let's do it. And they just put something together. I mean... It works really well. It's a lot of fun. If you can get it cheap, I definitely think it's worth it. Now, when this came out, if it was 60 bucks, I probably would have not paid $60 for this, considering it was a port. But now, if you can get your hands on it for 20 or less dollars, it's definitely worthwhile to go through it. I think it'd be something fun if you had children to play with your kids. Um, or yeah. even just yourself. It's pretty calm. Like I said, the music's good. You can have a lot of fun with the creative sides of things. Like drawing is always fun. It made me laugh every time because my drawings were so terrible. Um, so, but overall, I had a good experience with it. I enjoy it. It does some really cool things, even though you could say it feels gimmicky. Um, I think it's media molecule being media molecule and taking a risk that other people, other studios won't take. Um, because this could have bombed. I mean, this could have been a game that came out and people were like, this is terrible. Well, they released it twice, too. You know, you took the chance twice. Right. Must be good enough on the Vita. Yeah, I'd like to see Lauren play Tearaway on the Vita just to see how different it is. All right. Gonna buy it, I think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, overall, I think it's a good recommendation, especially if you can find it, like I said, under the 20. Um. But outside of that, I think uh, our next step is to find out what game we are playing for the month of January. Uh, This month, the pick is decided by Tunza, so he is going to tell us what we're playing, why he chose it, and a little bit about it. 
Uh, we are gonna play Sleeping Dogs. Uh, it's from 2012. I mean, actually, the definitive edition, which is on sale currently on Steam, is like the remake from like 2014 for the new consoles. But it's by like Square Enix. Uh, they used to make these true kind true crime games. Uh, where you play as an undercover cop. Uh, one was set in L.A., and the other one was you played as Snoop Dogg in New York. So I've always been a fan of the series. This one takes place in China, or in the Hong Kong. And uh, you play as an undercover uh, cop trying to infiltrate the triad and, uh, you know, take him down. It's it's like a... It's 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 very, like, a martial artsy, like, GTA. I enjoyed it. I've already played it, and I w- I'm looking forward to playing it again and seeing your guys' reactions. Yeah, I've, uh, I don't think I've ever played this. I did play the True Crimes, though. I had the LA one. Mm. I used to enjoy playing that back on the GameCube. Popping, uh, cockfighting. <laughs> All like the random thing. things. Yeah, um, and then New York was every single person would be like, I'm fucking walking here. They'd flick you off. It was like too much. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone hates you. Yeah. Um, but I kind of have a grounds of like what it is. Um, it is third person. It's third person. It's like a martial art. So it's not as much as like you can you can end up getting guns. Like think of it almost as a GTA. You could like steal cars, drive cars, do missions like that. But there's actually like a pretty good story in it. Uh, some weird like main actors in it. Emma Stone plays the character. Um, like she plays the one girl. Like you could upgrade your martial arts, do all these things. There's a lot. Like so it's. It's roughly 14 hours on like from how long to be in that ballpark. But there's so much content like where you could go over that, under that, just depends on what you do. I think you got Tony on you got Tony excited now. He heard his girl's name. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, any thoughts on this game, Dan, Warren? We'll see. <laughs> 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 it's a little different. I was aiming actually to do like a first person shooter or something because we haven't done anything like that. And then I was talking to a buddy where we we're like, well, we should replay that. And I was like, oh, perfect chance to replay it and for a reason. Yeah. What about you, Dan? Have you ever played or any thoughts? Nope. On it? Tons has always played, told me to play and I never did. Yeah, I have it, I, but I never I played it. I text Corey earlier. I was like, I'm pretty sure Dan played it. Nope, never played it. But I like the true crime games, so I'm sure I would like this. Yeah, it's like like I said, it's like a martial arts uh, like GTA, but I actually like the story. At least from what I remember. It's been, I beat it, well now it'll be, you know, 10 years ago. Like, I beat it when it came out. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see how that goes. Um, I had a lot of fun talking about Tearaway Unfolded on NLGC. Uh, Before we go, we wanted to share where you can find us online. First, we have a YouTube channel called NerdLag, where we'll be uploading some great content, so make sure to subscribe for the latest videos. We have a Facebook page at NerdLag Game Club. Make sure you like that page so you can get all the latest news about the podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at NerdLag Game Club, where we share some of the latest gaming news that we find interesting and amazing. And lastly, we have a Discord at NerdLag where you can talk to us in voice chat and even join in some of the games we're playing. So if you have any interest in that, ask us for an invite. We want to thank everyone that tuned in for this episode, and if you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with your friends and follow us on Spotify. It really helps us out. On to the final credits. Uh, This is a section where we just kind of talk about what we've been doing outside of playing the games for the episode. 
um, or any gaming news that caught our eyes, anything along that line. So is there anything that anyone wants to talk about? I mean, this month I'm planning, or, well, I think most of us, maybe, I don't know, are playing more games than we typically do and trying to finish them up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going through the backlog of things that I need to play, so I'm I'm challenging myself to see how many games I can finish in January. And I jumped in on this after we had a conversation, so I'm also doing that. I'm picking up my PS5 on Thursday, so I think I'm going to start the new Ratchet and Clank that day. Hell yeah. There you go. That should be exciting. Yeah. I don't have I'm... that for my PS5, so... Yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, I did start playing the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Um, How is that? I'm like two and a half hours in. It's linear, which is kind of nice, but I guess that's a, a gripe that people have. I have I've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, it doesn't take itself too seriously. The back and forth between the characters is so good. Um, and it has a really yeah, good soundtrack. There's just a ton of music that plays throughout the game, just as if you were like Peter Quill. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm enjoying it so far. I have no complaints. Um, I was streaming it a little bit the other night. Um, but that's really, out. The, besides this, that's kind of the only thing I've been playing. December was kind of crazy for me. Yeah, same. Same. Yep. And what about you, Dan? What have you been doing recently? Um, I, I jumped back into my rabbit hole of uh, playing Warframe. <laughs> That's kind of been all I've been uh, playing. That's because uh, an update? They added stuff to it again? An update came out a little bit ago. A little while. I just never started playing then. And just randomly started started playing playing it again and now I stay up to like 4 a.m. playing every night. Nice. I downloaded it. We're stuck. We can't play together. Uh, yeah. Uh, what why about can't you guys play together? Not cross compatible yet. He's uh, playing on the Xbox. Cross play. Uh, what are you playing on, Tether? The computer. Oh. I actually remember my login from when I played in 2014. That's absurd. Well, I mean, luckily I haven't, like, there's only a couple of passwords I used back then. They're all changed now, but I was like, oh, it's probably this one. And it was. So what about uh, you, Tony? Have you been playing anything? Um, I was playing Fallout 4 for a while. I logged, like, mm, I want to say, uh, like, two days into Fallout 4. since the last podcast. Like two full days, like forty-eight hours. Yeah. Oh, gee. <laughs> I started playing that for like on the stream, and I think I played like three hours, and I'm like, I don't know what I want. Yeah. So like I, uh, I did the the uh, I started out at level started out at level seventy-five. I did the the duplicate glitch. No, I don't play with any mods. I did the duplicate glitch, so I just created a bunch of Molotov cocktails until I got to level 75. It took one hour of, or it took one sitting through uh, the Spider-Man movie of just hitting the E button constantly to get, I mean, that's where I ended up was, I was like, all right, I'm just going to 
make these until this movie is over and whatever wherever I'm at is wherever I'm at. So that's where I started the game and now I'm like level 100 something and I'm on the DLCs because there's like a couple DLCs that I didn't play on the poor because they weren't out when I was playing it. So I started playing those. Well, that's cool. At least it's like a new experience. It's not you just going through the same <laughs> stuff again for like the 30th right. time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm just playing the DLCs. I'm not doing any of like the Minuteman stuff or like anything like that. I'm doing like the Nuka Cola, um, Nuka Cola, and let's see, Automatron, and oh man, what's the other one? Fall Harbor. So like, I'm like mostly done with all the DLC almost. <clears throat> But I like if you know how I play, I literally loot everything and anything I can. So I take my time. Yeah, that's that's still pretty crazy. Um, Lauren still has not finished Pokemon. <laughs> Me, <Fair. laughs> I, I haven't either. I, I I mean maybe I will now because my p- computer keeps crashing. I have nothing to play because all that I play is on my computer now. I mean, that's a good little stand-in. Yeah, oh, yeah. Me, it'll, me it'll be a good little stand-in. Oh yeah, we should play. We got to look for Tammy. We got to find hey, Tammy. We can keep playing that game. I was having. Would you guys keep playing? The Forest. It's like a survival horror-ish game. Cannibal Island. Yeah, yeah. Corey kept arguing about it being a jungle. Yeah, we had to. Dan did some research about that, and it was in fact a forest. Yeah. <laughs> but I learned what you know the difference between all that is so i feel a little more educated so thanks dan you're welcome <laughs> and don't ask me what i've been playing it's everything just as it normally is yeah you just switch it up every day yeah just a little every bit of into day. everything every day yep yeah i've well, also you, what have played you been some playing? more temtem no dan played more temtem yeah my good old monster catch catcher game um, I played Guardians of the Galaxy. I played this. Um, Pokemon well, yeah, Go on my phone. You played this. Yeah, I played Pokemon Go from time to time, wherever I'm at. And uh, we've been playing a lot of board games in person, like over yeah. the holidays. Like Lauren's cousin, Lauren and Dan's cousin, came up from Columbus, and we played mm-hmm. games with him the one night. I think that's about it. I mean, anything else anyone wants to talk about? Or are we, we good to send this one in and start our next game? I'm pretty sure this next yeah. this next section of the next podcast will be pretty good because Pokemon's coming out and we're all trying to beat and play more t- uh, games and it sounds like everybody's right. time's kind of freeing up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. I'm not working 70 hours a week now feel that um but all right so i had fun having a little extra time at the end of this episode uh but i think it's time for us to install the next game and get ready for the next episode so thanks for listening and we will see you guys next time see ya bye